Updog fella. Look good, feel good, play good. We got some new Adidas golf swag coming the fella's way. I don't know if any new golf swag would help your game, but, but I love it. Adidas is excited to introduce new offerings within the go-to apparel collection that allows you to bring your style to the golf course. Not the traditional golf uniform. Go-to brings a fresh attitude to the game wherever you play. You'll look good on and off the course while enjoying all the technical benefits that let you play your best. Featuring streetwear-inspired style, the go-to collection rewrites all the rules and encourages you to express your style through every swing. Explore the new go-to collection on adidas.com slash golf. Fella. Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes, so doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress. Instead of perfection, you don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M dot com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. Hey everybody, this is Chris Nyland. This is Tim Stapleton. And you're listening to Missing Curfew. Welcome back to a fresh episode of Missing Curfew Up Doll. Monday edition. What up, fella? Monday, baby. We had our first Monday. Uh, we like our Monday. Shout out to our boy, Maxi. Maxi, Maxi. Maxi came up with the idea. He said, it's the Mondays have been so far so good. So I like it. I, I mean, it was nice to wake up Who likes Monday Mondays? morning and see the nice interview of, of Andy Sutton. It made my Monday better. Yeah, absolutely. Great yeah. interview. Made my it was great. Yeah, Satsi baby. When he said Sitting's the new cancer. When he said Sitting's the new cancer. And then he when he said just I love Satsi. He said something about ah, listen, this is our bread and butter right here. Yeah. I asked him like, what's the barrel? This is our bread and butter right here. Um so thanks again to Satsi. We got a great guest this weekend, uh, or this Monday, sorry. Um, Raw Knuckles podcast. My former teammate for a little bit, Tim Stapleton in Portland, Maine. Great I like kid. Him. I call kid. him a kid just because he's a little younger than me, but he's, he's older than us. There's no chance. Buddy, and the only reason I know that Fuck, is because I looked He's got a baby face on him. He's 40. Wow. When he got called up to Portland, I thought he was like 20. Fuck, he's got... That's good. It's good genes. Good skin. Good skin. Must be that uh, Indiana kind of like lifestyle. Okay? <laughs> a lot of good water out there. Probably good meat. Do you think they got good skin products in Indiana? I don't know. I don't know. But he's looking good. I don't know if they got the kill shop, whatever. <laughs> uh, and then, by the way, Neilan, he's fucking hilarious. This guy's great. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Chris Knuckles, you're you're the man. We appreciate you coming on. Great interview. Great guys. Uh good podcast they got. Listen to Grapes. I listened to Grapes episode. Um, they got some great guests. So Raw Knuckles we're- coming at you. Welcome back to Mr. Curfew. Up dog. Couple guys here that play the game a different way. <laughs> a couple, couple guys, guys yeah. that play the game a different way. Kind of like right? me and you. <laughs> yeah, I guess uh, so. I wasn't nearly as tough as this guy and 
Uh, maybe you're a little more skilled than the other guy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to ask him. But uh, from the Raw Knuckles podcast, Chris Knuckles Nyland, who's a legend, and my former teammate, Tim Stapleton. What's up, fellas? Happening. Thanks for having us. First and foremost, how did you boys get to know each other? Obviously, um, a couple legends in your own right, but how did this podcast come together? Go ahead, Knox. Well, it, it, listen, <laughs> I, I moved back here in Montreal 2011. I had an opportunity. I just got sober. And, uh, you know, I had some issues with the painkillers and, and, and the alcohol and changed my life around. I had an opportunity in radio up here for TSN. Uh, I came back and um, I was here about a year and a half before I got the job and started working in that job. Uh, I sucked at it really bad <laughs> at the beginning. It, it was fucking nerve wracking. Let me tell you, my girlfriend was, she said, I've fucking never seen you so nervous in your life. I've never seen this. And it was the night before the first show. And see, everything's time sensitive there. So you're up against the clock. You got to fucking know what you're talking about. Then you got to hook the next segment. It's, it's, it's a lot, especially if no one ever coached you on it. I went in there fucking with no clothes on. And <laughs> it was, it, it was difficult. But anyway, I, I had a lot of help. Guys helped me a lot. I became a very good listener. Um, I, um, uh, I did that for about 10 years and then, and I was enjoying it. Uh, you know, a lot of Habs-centric stuff, but we covered the league. We did NFL, a lot of stuff, baseball, and then CFL. But CFL sucks. I hate fucking CFL. <laughs> fucking school yard football. And <laughs> we, um, and then I was doing my show from home during the pandemic, and it was great. And then all of a sudden, I got a a letter from the big boss at Bell Media saying we're expecting everybody to be vaccinated by February 1st. And then my boss called me and said, are you going to get vaccinated? I said, no, I'm not. I'm applying for a medical exemption. I applied for one through Dr. Mulder, the Canadian's doctor. He's been the Canadian's doctor since fucking Rocket Rashad was there. And um, I applied. They denied me. And they fired me February 1st last year. So, um, I, you know, I had met Tim. And uh, I started thinking about doing a podcast. Uh, you know, I heard you guys talking. Chicklets, obviously. They run the show. They're good. They're awesome, actually. And I know it's going to be tough to build one up. Where you can, And I didn't want to be like them. I want to be different, be myself, Tim be himself, and hopefully get something that people listen to. And uh, I think we're doing not too bad, but I don't know if we kind of – Topped out or not? Anyway, Tim. Topped out? To you. Top. <laughs> You're just getting going. You're just getting going. I thought we were, yeah. Do you guys listen to your, like, you guys listen to yourself when you, after I, recording? I do. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't. I'm like, I, str I can't. Yeah, yeah. He like, hates himself. Voice. No, I, I, I hate my voice. I hear my voice. I'm like, well, I got to call like my therapist. Like, yeah. oh, no, nope, no, Stapes, <laughs> it's really hard, man. I, I, I hate it too. I listen to me and Uppy's rundowns. I don't so much listen to the, the guest stuff. Cause I think I suck at interviewing people, but I listen to our rundown. I hate my voice, but it's for the timing purposes, right? Like I've learned a lot of like, you know, where to slow down and where, you know, where to jump in there and stuff like that. So I do listen to it, but I'm like, you fella, like everyone hates the sound of their own voice. Yeah. yeah. And, and a lot like yeah. you guys, Obi, Obi fucking runs this ship 
and like comes here prepared. He's got his shows on NHL no, Network. We, we both do. He right. hits me up. I watch he, more hockey than He'll me. be like, fuck, buddy. Our, our run down there when you started going off on that stupid like tangent, <laughs> it was awesome, right? So he like, it's good to have one guy that listens because I'm always, I'm the same way yeah. as you, Stapes. I'm like, fuck, man, that was, that was a rough go. I had no idea what we were talking about. I haven't watched a hockey game in two days. What the fuck's going on? And then you know, and then you get in a couple chirps, and you feel like you're starting to flow, and that's that's what the podcast is. That's what the guys like, right? So, um, a lot like you guys, you know, we did this wanting to be ourselves. Chicklets, they are the best. Stapes, you did a hell of a job when you went on there, um, and you kicked their ass in the in the sandbagger. We're still looking to get a sandbagger with those <laughs> boys. Uh, but anyway, no, a lot like you guys, it was just us post hockey going fuck. Let's shoot the shit. Let's talk to some guys yeah. and then Stapes, I guess, how'd you, yeah. How'd you get into this? Well, my, my boss here just told me to fucking do it. <laughs> yeah, boss. When Nuck say, hey, tells you to do something, you do it. Yeah. No, I just, yeah. <laughs> no, he, uh, no, I just kind of came across. I met Nuck's post career. I kind of, you know, was making a few changes in myself and, and um, got to meet Nuck's. And then he had that whole situation happen. He brought, you know, he just kind of presented it to me and I, Honestly, I'm, you know, I just kind of showed up the first day. And like you said, I'm just kind of figuring it out. Um, but he's the one that kind of does this. He's like the OB for sure. He's got everything organized, the stats. And I'm like, yeah. fuck, is Pecorini still playing? <laughs> like, I don't even know what I mean. Like, hey, no, hey Nox, we should gas these two guys to do our own podcast. We'll just hit the link, Stapes. Nox, me and you, buddy, let's take this ship over. All right, let's do it. Uh, You you guys, I heard you were talking. You need a fucking Boston guy. Get you lost Hazy. I know, fuck. You know what, Knuckles, it's, it's, I miss Hazy this time of year more and more more each year, you know, like when I I start watching hockey and losing bets like I have, but no one (laughs) lost a bet more than fucking Hazy. And I mean, this time of year is tough, but, uh, you know. Yeah, I grew up with his dad, right? His dad's a beauty. father. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, good guys, and a hell of a tribute you guys did. I saw that episode; it was awesome. So emotional, right? Knuckles, so, I'll tell you what you, you hear a lot about Boston, right? About how like you know when the Boston Marathon happened, the city rallied around. Just like how much pride people have in Boston. Like going to that funeral, it was one of the hardest things we ever had to do. Anyone had to do that went, right? but like to see the city rally around it, and the cops, and all the kids, and you really got a feeling for you know how you Boston people really love and protect your city and the people that are from it. Yeah, it's pretty cool, you know, having grown up there and then, you know, certainly seeing it from all different sides, um, you know, the street side and fucking hockey and just everything. It, yeah, it's a great city. I, I love it. I miss it. I miss home. But, you know, I got to, um, you know, try and make ends meet here, um, you know, would work, uh, you know, I, I was doing decent with the radio and doing stuff outside, making a few bucks. But, you know, it was difficult once pandemic came and then I lost my job. It's to start again um, at my age. I'm fucking 64 years old. I'm starting again. I'm a fucking rookie. And, and you know, um, I should be kicking my fucking feet up, but I'm not. Yeah, Knuckles, I don't know if you the first time I met you, I was actually playing in Florida with this beauty and we just beat the Habs in a shootout. Thank Fuck, we beat him because <laughs> Bill Tell found out how much me and Uppy were out the two nights before. So we went to shootout <laughs> thinking that we got off, you know. But anyway, so Dale just ripped us and I came out and you're standing in the lobby. So I came over and talked to you and then this beauty came out and we ended up going out. But that was the first time I got to talk to you. I don't know if I remember it, but um, yeah. I, I was always a big idol of yours. 
One of my favorite things, I was a huge Don Sherry fan, obviously, right? And we used to go over the Rock'em Sock'em things ever. One of my favorite lines ever is you just got in a fight, you're leaning over the fucking boards, and your knuckles are as brown, as blacked up as ever. Oh. See, a grape goes, look at Knuckles Island. You don't get knuckles like that from playing the piano, folks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. That was in Boston. Um, that was the night um, fucking Gordy Klozak. Like Gordy, good, 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 Gordy. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he, you know, he hurt his knee. And he, when he hurt his knee, he went back to uh, Salem State College. And he studied while he was recuperating. And he got back in the lineup, and he had a big knee injury. And he started running around. So we lined up in the faceoff. And, you know, I said, hey, fuck, you're going to keep running around. I'm going to send you back to fucking Salem State. <laughs> so... He took it like I was going to take his knee out. And he went out of his fucking mind. Anyway, we fight. We go to the box, and I'm there. Fuck, I'm going to get your knee. He went absolutely bad shit. Took his shirt off. He had no, no fucking clothes on, fuck. And I was just sitting there. That's when I was playing the piano. Yeah, on the yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He was going nuts. He, he had his shirt. He was all fucked up trying to take his yeah, shirt crazy. off. He, he was in one. He was in one. <laughs> yeah. hey, hey, Knuckles, real quick, like... You know, we talk, I talk a lot. I said, and I, and I was never a heavyweight like yourself, but I talk about how the league's soft now and this and that. But we've had former teammates of mine that have come on that I thought they loved fighting. Brian McGrath, um, guys like that, that they, they loved it. And now that they've stepped away from it, they didn't love it. And I was shocked to hear it. Did you love it when you did it? Or was it just something like, fuck it, I got to do it? I loved it. <laughs> I did. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's funny. People say, how could you love it? I love my job. I love sticking up. For my teammates, I've always stuck up with my friends, family back home growing up in the neighborhood. And it came natural to me. And I just, it gave me an opportunity to get to the NHL. And I did love doing it. Listen, I had fucking tight ass before the game like anybody. Um, you know, I had the butterflies, but fuck, I had to do what I had to do. And I, you know, wasn't, wasn't knowing I was going to fucking turn away from. I didn't fucking beat everybody up, but fuck, I... You know, someone was there. I'm fighting them. And I did pretty well for the years I did it. You know, I'm not, I'm only six feet, just under six feet, 200 pounds. And, you know, a lot of fucking big boys there. And, you know, um, yeah, I loved it. And I look back at it sometimes. I see some, you know, some of the clip will come on or they'll show something or my grandkids are watching. And I look at it, I go, how fucking sick is that? Like, <laughs> looks, you crazy like, bastard. What was I thinking? What was I fucking thinking? Like the night in Boston when I went at the bench, I'm like, you know, fucking nuts. Why? I strong? hated it. I hated it. If you guys were wondering. Yeah, I yeah, 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 Stapes, I know. <laughs> yeah, but you can throw both. Eh? You're sneaky tough, Stapes. You're sneaky tough. I know. Yeah, you Google Upshaw fights on hockey fights. There might be fucking three that come up. I'm like, God, I had to have more than that. No, that's hey, when you Google mine. There's three goals that come up. So don't feel bad, bro. Don't feel hey, bad. Speak, speaking of uh, speaking of tilts, you guys put something up on your Twitter the other day. It was like the Omaha, I think it was college or U.S. junior, but a little bit of a bench brawl after, after a shootout, it looked like, at the end of a fucking thing. Anyway, all these kids just going at it. It looked fucking great. Yeah. Reminded me, I had one in junior, full bench brawl. After a shootout, I'm in Fort Mac. We're playing Drayton Valley Thunder. And the fucking guy goes in and misses and starts Drayton. chirping our goalie, right? So our goalie kind of skates at him, and he fucking he smacks our goalie in the side of the face. And it's full melee. I mean, just fucking gloves off. And I'm 16, fucking, you know, get tied up with a 20-year-old guy. It cuts me up. But anyway, we had a good party after that. <laughs> but do you remember anything full-on bench brawl? Like, I mean, 
Nux, Wait, you probably, that happened in a shootout? Right after the shootout was over, the oh, guy geez. fucking, you know, we all you jump over the boards because that's when it can yeah. happen. Everyone jumps over the boards after a shootout win, right? Yeah. And fucking one guy spears our goalie, smacks him, and then it's full on. I mean, just gloves and jerseys everywhere. You know, our barn, you've been in my barn. Yeah, it's a fucking barn already. Right. Probably a thousand people, maybe max. I've been out. there. In Fort Mac? Yeah. Fucking rights you have. You've been up there. I played in, a game, I played in an alumni game there with the Habs. Wow. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, Great barn. Unbelievable fans. There. But I mean, this was fucking full melee and you learn quick when you're like in, you know, junior hockey, just how tough you got to be. If you want to, you know, if you yeah. want to get somewhere in hockey back then. Yeah. It's you ever been I a mean, bench no, I, I've been a couple in, in junior and in, in the American league. We had one. Steve, did you play for the Chicago Wolves? You did, right? Yeah. One year. So you know where you come off the fucking rink there and there's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. there's rubber and cement. Well, next thing you know. It's like soccer. You're right next yeah, to each like, other. Like, hey, it's, it's before the second round of the playoffs and Kip Brennan's chucking him with Sheldon Brookbank and I'm grabbing a guy. The fucking series hasn't even started yet. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? I got to get to the NHL and quick here because this league's fucking crazy. That's yeah. We had one too in Milwaukee against <laughs> yeah, those guys. You know that, right? Like, yeah, and it was no cement. Security. Everyone's fucking just falling all over the place. No one can stand up. Uh, it's good stuff. Any bench brawls there, Knox? Well, yeah, I mean, in, uh, in, um, in the American League, um, you know, I didn't have a contract when I came there. Um, I um, I had a five-game trial for 1979 for $200 a game. And my first game was in Maine uh, against the Flyers farm team, the Mariners, and I fought Glenn Cochran. I don't know if you know him. He, I do. Oh, he lived I, in Kelowna. I'm looking yeah, big, 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 big boy. Big boy. Yeah, big boy. Yeah, and I cut him. It was the first time. Like, I grew up watching the Bruins. I love the fight and I love all this shit. But I fought in the street growing up, never on the ice. And anyway, fuck, we end up going and I cut him pretty bad under the eye. And next thing, get up the next day and fuck, they call me and said, hey, you have an agent. I didn't have a fucking agent. I was drafting <laughs> the 17th round, right? Fucking no agent. And then I um, I ended up uh, signing a contract that next day. Fucking crazy. One fight. And then once I fought him, um, everybody in the league was like, who the fuck is this guy? And everybody wanted to fucking fight me. And that's what I did. I fucking 49 games. I had 304 minutes of penalty. Fucking crazy. I was fighting every night. My father's here. What the fuck are you doing? I thought it was, you know, going there to play fucking hockey. I mean, was, you know, he come to games. He come to Providence. He come to Maine fucking. And I'd be out of the game in the first period. Like, what the fuck? Crazy. But, that, you know, I didn't know what it was. Honestly, I, I, I didn't go in that with that intent, let's say, to be a fighter. It, it just just so happened that, um those were the circumstances and I, you know, I fell right into it. Yeah. Knuckles. I, I you know, the lock year, the second year pro, I think I had 21 in the American league and like, it felt like I was fighting every other day and I, I wasn't fighting the heavy heavies. Thank God. But we didn't have a heavy at one point. So me and Sheldon, had a, Sheldon Brookbank had to fight him a little bit, but my point being, I never loved fighting. I did it because it allowed me to stay in the American league to improve my skills. And I knew yeah. there were certain guys on our teams that wouldn't do it. So I was like, fuck it. I'll do it to have an edge up on this motherfucker. Because back then, it was part of the game. If you fought, it was a feather in your cap. Oh, yeah. Fucking yeah. right it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you had to. Um, you know, if you ever... I don't know. Like, with me, I was fortunate I was with Montreal because they didn't want me to just be a fighter. They wanted me to be a player. And they fucking worked with me. I'm telling you, I have more help here 
on the the skills part of the game, and I, you know, I ain't fucking a whiz with the puck, but fuck, I, I had 21 goals. I had 19 yeah, goals. Yeah, you did. Goals. I was waiting for you to tell I me. know. Fuck <laughs> off, Tim. Fuck you. Just because you showered with the Leafs once. Um, yeah, so it like, like, but they helped me. They helped me get there. I had some great coaches here that really, and, and teammates that helped me. You know, I played with two Hall of Fame guys and Cabano and, and Ganey and like those guys fucking carried me along until I could fucking figure it out. You know, it was pretty fucking cool to be part of it. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. Stapes, um, I remember you from Portland, right? You just came out of college. You came yeah. up for play. Uh, what did you come up for the playoff run? Or it was like ten games. It was yeah. like the worst decision of my life. I should have stayed in college. I was like scared when I came in. That our team was nuts. We, hey, Knuckles, you would have like you would have liked this team in Portland, Maine, buddy. We had Gillies, Kanopka, myself. Nathan Saunders, me, fuck, we had Mohawks. Yeah, we were it was like UFC fighters on stage. <laughs> yeah. I just came from a league where you don't fight to like just complete criminals. <laughs> so you played, you you played some regular season games. I know that. Did you end up? Yeah, playing? the team was sick though. They were good. We were yeah. good. Though. Yeah, we that were. Was, you know, all joking aside, it was a, you know, it was a, yeah. I came in, and I, I I stayed for the two rounds of the playoffs. I left in the conference final. I went back to school. And, that's right. That's right. That's yeah. You guys lost in seven, right? And then you guys Hershey. lost game seven. You sure. even had like those guys come down, right? Yeah. Getsy and Perry and Penner came. Getsy forgot to get off the plane though, because he says <laughs> his heartbeat wasn't exactly. His heart was I back in Regina. I know you don't need this, buddy, but uh, fuck, we need her, bud. So let's try to. He actually turned one over on the power play, a little backhand sauce, and I'm chasing this guy back in Hershey, and I go to get him, and the fucking skate comes up and cuts me for like, fuck, I don't know what it was, boys, ninety. So not oh, only did we lose in oh. double overtime, I'm in Hershey. All the boys are getting fucking pinned. I'm on the stitch table getting 98 stitches. Because old, old Getzlav went to the backhand once many times. Had you won that one, you would have played us in the finals. Yeah, too. we would have played you guys. Yeah. Oh. Ah, fuck, eh? Hey, Stapes, did we go to that pizza place in Portland? with You went there a couple times, right? That bar we would go to with Kanopka and in Portland? We'd... Yeah, at like noon on Tuesday. We'd go fucking... <laughs> He's like just buckled by two. In the Standard AHL. play that game. It was like birds in the bush or some shit. Oh, yeah, where, where, you had, where you had to guess how many they had or yeah, whatever. Yeah. You like lost, you drank, you took like a shot of gin or something. It was, like the, <laughs> it was, it was nuts. That was all Kanopka. Yeah, that was oh, all yeah. Kanopka. it was fun though. Fun times. Hey, Stapes, I see you played in... Uh, I never do this. You played in Finland, bro. I went over there... Halfway through the year, fat and out of shape. And these guys over there, like, that league is, well, we see it now with Finland, right? They're winning world championships and world juniors. But how good is that hockey over there? Were you surprised when you went over there? Because I was. Yeah, no, I, I, I at the time, it was it was very North American. I don't know what it's like. When did you go? What year were you in Finland? I went over there right when you were you were playing in a nice, you were in Lugano, where I wish I would have been. Oh, uh, yeah. Two, that, 2015, I mean, I, that's a nice place, Lugano. I lived in Lugano. That is a sick place. Yeah, you were at. Yeah, that's right. I lived at that village. We did a whole episode on that. Oh league, yeah, huh? baby. <laughs> <laughs> that Ticino, man. If I could just go back as a single. Oh uh, yeah, no, it's uh, Finland at the time. So Billy Zito, who's the GM of Florida, was my agent. Okay. And he was big on like finding guys who like were going to get overlooked, and you know he had Rafalski and Tim Thomas, and all these guys that were played over in Finland in that league, and that's kind of the route I took. He he sent me over there. Um, and it just so happened to be when, like, Niemi, Tuka Rask, all these hotbed goalies, you know, were coming into the league. But they are getting scouted, and that's how I got seen. But, uh, yeah, it's a great league. I, I love Finns. I think the Finns just as people and uh, players, I just – I think they're awesome. 
I think they're um, – yeah, it's a all great right. – all the leagues were different. I, they were different. Like, you know, Russia, Germany, I mean, they're all different leagues. They're all tough, I thought. But, yeah, Finland's a good league for hey, sure. Hey, those Finns, they love the sauna, huh? They fucking love the sauna, don't they? <laughs> oh, yeah, the, I, first day, the first day I was there, like, the, they were like, hey, you know, I was the only American. And I was – they were like at the time. And, you know, obviously knew, everyone knew English, but no one was really – Speaking English. So, no, they don't fuck, though. <laughs> the first day, like, the first week, like, we uh, come to our team party, like, sauna party. And I'm like, fuck, I'm coming. You know, like, I thought, like, it was going to be, like, cheerleader. Whatever, yeah, buddy, right? I got the same fucking we story. We 16 teammates just taking a sauna. I'm like, guys, we just showered together. Like, we don't need it. But oh, they that, love the sauna. They did it every night before they went out, and they love it, for sure. That must have been a hell of a conversation. They were all fucking dead from the ass up, the fans. They? <laughs> I don't know. Right? But it, it, it seemed like they all had ropes on him too every time i was in the sauna i'm like easy boys christ here what's going on but Steve, same thing bro i go over there and i'm telling you boys i'm out of shape like i get the phone call i'm up in west hollywood at my girlfriend's house after a bender in aspen my agent's like you want to go to finland i'm like i don't know let me get back to you here so i go over there i don't drink for a month and they're like team party team party i'm like all right team party yeah same thing stapes i get to the sauna 16 dudes i'm like Fuck this. I'm going into Helsinki. I'm going to Helsinki. Yeah, I'll see you guys tomorrow. Helsinki's a sneaky good town. I was in Hemelina, uh, Stapes, so I would take the train in every Saturday or Sunday. HPK. And, and, yeah, HPK? That's yeah, where you were? That's right. Yeah, was. no, it's a quick, like, what, hour train? Hour train. I was in there every weekend. Thank God I would have lost my mind. It was it was the loneliest I ever was. And we didn't have any North Americans. The Finns are great guys or whatever, but I was wow. in a little Finnish town with nothing to do. It's dark. It was It was hard. Oh, yeah. You got chicken wings, though. They got, like, good wings or something in the HBK. I don't know. I wasn't allowed to eat there. I was so fat. <laughs> <laughs> I was so fat. Hey, I come, hey, Stapes, I come in. Knuckles, you'll love this, too, right? Our D coach <laughs> is this old Finnish fucking defenseman that played in the Finnish league forever. And kind of like our board, Barad got hit with a high stick, so I had one eye. So he's a shaved head Finnish guy with one eye. And he looks at my fat ass coming in there. And you can just tell that he's like, I can't wait to get my hands on this guy. I'm running, I'm running stairs, riding bikes, running around the rink. I'm like, this isn't worth it, boys. This isn't, worth it. <laughs> this isn't covering anything. Oh, my God. Get me back to oh. Southern California. Oh, fuck. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of the game and how fun fucking Finland, Finland is, <laughs> the new NHL, fast, skilled, soft, soft. Timmy, you think you could play in this, Stapes, uh, in you this would, league nowadays? You would light it up now. I, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I guess I, it's a, I don't know. It's definitely different. It's, it's, uh, I watch games. I'm, I count the amount of times I would fucking get sent down for some of these turnovers. <laughs> yeah, oh, it's like some blatant turnovers for like breakaways. I'm like, I would be sent, but no, I, it's I, I definitely a game that probably would suit me more. Um, you know, I don't know. All of it, it, you know, they're so skilled now though. Yeah, like, it's, yeah it's true. Like the whole fucking thing it's like the guys that on instagram that shoots a piece of bread in like a toaster they're like put them on the power play <laughs> you know what i mean it's just crazy uh the skill but i i think yeah for sure I, it probably suits more my style i don't know if i'd tear it up or anything but i like watching it i think it's fun to watch yeah i know no, it's it's high skilled and and so many guys have a leash that's fucking so long where before yeah. where before it would be like one or two guys on your team, like the fucking Peter Forsberg's or Paul Korea's, they could do whatever they wanted, but everyone else behind them fucking play, play the right way. Right. We're going to play a three, two fucking yeah, hockey. I, it's crazy. You say that Stapes. I watched defensemen make move like plays. And I'm like, if I was me in Tampa, my second year torts, <laughs> I wouldn't have fucking played another shift. Maybe not. I would have been a scratch for the rest of the week. And they just turn it over next shift. They're right back oh. out there. I'm just like, but I don't think they care so much about defensive breakdowns anymore. It's just all yeah. about going this way. So I guess it's got to be I agree. Fun. I agree. I think it's just the, the way the game is, you know. 
Yeah. Like, hey, let's let's try to sauce one, you know, cross ice. <laughs> yeah. And for me, Knuckles, I want to ask you on the physicality side. Like for me, the fighting, whatever, right? Like, but what yeah. about like I, I miss the good old fashioned body. Like even this guy, like guys that would get on the four check and finish your checks and go to the net and scrums in front. Like Knuckles, I there's not a whole lot of that anymore. And I gotta be honest with you. It pisses me off when I watch these games. I'm like, these guys, you can just go to the front net and do whatever you want. No one gets four, no one's gets hit on the four check. It's I don't know. Yeah, you get a few guys here and there. Um, you know, you got I don't know. I when I I look at the game and I, I think back on when we played, you could not fucking take the puck on the wall in your own end of the rink and pass it to a defenseman in front of the net. You'd be fucking in Shibugamu fucking <laughs> in two minutes. You'd be gone. Like some of the shit they do, it's incredible. Um, and it works. It works. And there are turnovers now and again, but they're so used to it. And the four check, yeah, you know, the odd time guys get in, you see a bump here and there. And, and believe me, I've been here in Montreal the last 10 fucking years. They've had a small team. You know, they got Joel, Joel Amir, and we thought we had fucking, you know, Cam Neely. <laughs> not fucking close and and it's like now they yeah i don't know they they got a kid here now this kid abba jack guy yeah okay this fucking kid i had dinner with him last night he has fucking hands on him he, i don't know do you see him hold the three water bottles in his hand he can hold three fucking water bottles in his hand. <laughs> and he fought Cassian the other night and absolutely fucking destroyed him. Yeah. I've and never seen I had Cassian. dinner with him last night and we talked. And, you know, I was talking about the doing this after the fight, you know. I said, do you think you would have done that if you got your ass kicked? And he said, no. I said, well, think about it. I said, one day, you know, we had a good talk. I really like the kid. He is fucking... Uh, they said everybody in, in junior hockey last year was scared to death of this fucking kid. Yeah. They were scared of him at Costco where he was working. <laughs> and, but, you know, it's great to have a guy like that, especially when you get so many. The Habs had so many small guys the past few years, and they got a little Caulfield. He's going to need protection. Yeah. That, that, um, and Suzuki. And then the new kid there, Slavkowski, is already hurt from a hit, I think, you know, upper body injury. But this kid's a real deal. I, as far as the, the game today, I like what Bobby Orr said. Orr said they should put the red line back in for the health of the players. Oh. And I'd love to see the players actually pass their way up the ice out of trouble, you know. And he – obviously, Bobby Orr – you know, when he talks, people listen. But, yeah, I like that idea. But the league will never do it. They don't – honestly, they don't care about the health of the players. They're full of shit. And they want speed, 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 more speed. Knuckles, my dad, Pat O'Brien, is going to fucking love you even more. He's been saying that for 10 fucking years to put the red line back in. And you couldn't be more right. And your and, uncle. How about your yeah, uncle? Yeah, my Uncle Danny. I watched your uncle when he played for the fucking Bruins. you kidding me? Yeah, yeah Uncle Uncle Danny, yeah. What? Yeah, Uncle Danny. Danny Dennis. Dennis yeah. Not, yeah, well, Sean Shanahan, I'm thinking. Yeah, Dennis O'Brien, I remember. Fucking but, right. But Knuckles, I'm with yeah, you. And, and we talk about the speed and the skill. You're right. But watch, boys, this week. When you watch, watch the passing in the NHL now, Stapes. It's fucking brutal. Unless they're on a power play or it's the top, top guys, McDavid. Watch the rest of the guys. Like, I watch some nights and my fucking neck gets sore. It's like a tennis match. They're just throwing the fucking thing back and forth. And yeah, it's fast. But Knuckles, I think you're onto something. If you put the red line back in, it slows guys down. 
and it brings the past back in the league. So you're right. Ops will never do it. But yeah, yeah, they won't. I, I, I mean, we started with the red line. Fucking right, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you could step up as a D man. No fucking visors, yeah. no red line. Yeah. Yeah, fucking the red line. They're yeah. so worried about, like, teams still trap, but they're so worried about the offensive zone trap. And when you get in there and really clog everything up, and they're so worried it's going to dumb the game down. So many people complained about Jacques Lemaire and what he did with the Devils and fucking. The guy's a brilliant fucking hockey guy, by the way, Lemaire. But yeah, yeah, they don't want that. The league is so fucking scared of that. Uh, they want speed and more speed. Yeah, and, and the thing about speed on TV, like you know, ESPN and TNT is doing a great job. We can all probably, all, especially the boys at TNT, they're absolutely killing it. ESPN, whatever. But you watch it on TV, and you ask people that don't know hockey, they can't see the fucking puck. It's so fast on TV wow. that it's like they're like. So maybe it's like they, watching like rugby or something. Yeah. I'm like, this is great, but I have no idea what the fuck's going on. Exactly. So if it's slowed, <laughs> if, if, if you put the red line and it slowed her down a bit, it may be better on TV. I, I don't know. It's just, That's it's so fast point. that some nights I'm like, is it the two glasses of wine or what the fuck is going on out there? Like, it's yeah. so fast. <clears throat> two glasses of wine. Yeah. <laughs> maybe two, maybe <laughs> two, two bottles, Steve. Uh, more like it. Not because I had two glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Lying. I know. <laughs> A lot of your girlfriend, not your teammates, eh? Hey, uh, <laughs> Knuckles, how about 86 when you guys won it? What a run that must have been to win it in Montreal. But take us back there real quick. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, um, we got going. We, you know, we went to the conference final year before. I we went uh, up against the Islanders. We, we we won the first two fucking games in the island. And we're like, man, we're on our way, right? And <laughs> fuck, they came, spanked us in Montreal. And then two more down there, we lost 4-2. But I remember Rick Green and I were coming back and we get off the plane and we're coming to the airport. There's fucking more people at the airport. We're like, what the hell? We went to the conference final. You know, this ain't the fucking Stanley Cup. We couldn't believe all the fans there. And then we end up, uh, and I remember Rick said to me, can you imagine we ever won this thing here? And sure enough, uh, awesome that year. A lot of fun um, just to, you know, yeah, everybody says we wouldn't have, Wanted if Edmonton didn't get bounced out, thanks to Steve Smith scoring on Grant Fuhr. But fact of the matter is, they didn't fucking beat Calgary. Sorry. Yeah. I, I, and, as Graves would say, if your aunt had nuts, she'd be your uncle. Eh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Fuck. And, you know, end up winning. Um, I mean, we beat Calgary pretty good. Fuck. We won. We beat Boston three straight. It was best of five the first round. Then Hartford gave us a huge scare, game seven. That's when Lemieux scored in overtime. And then we spanked the Rangers 4-1. That was easy. And then, honestly, we, we thought we were in for a real fucking tilt with Calgary. But we ended up beating them 4-1. Um, yeah, it was fucking crazy. The, the parade was – this town is fucking sick when oh, you win. Man. Yeah. It, it is fucking it, sick. It's good to go on the road in there, too. I'll tell you oh, that. Hey, buddy. Win or lose, yeah. if you're staying in Montreal after the game, you just grab a hot dog in the dressing room and say, all right, boys, I'll see you. Bon oh. and I'm not going there to eat. I'll tell you that. <laughs> it was unbelievable. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. Living in this city now, you know, you go around, people see you and you talk, sign autographs, whatever. People say, hey, how many cups you got? You know, because everybody got, like, fucking five or like seven <laughs> or six. Or, and hey, how many, Chris, how many cups you got? I go, one. And they go, only one? And I'm like, fuck you, <laughs> only one. If you only fucking knew what it took to get that one. Oh. Right? when you, you know what it's like. NHL season is fucking brutal. Right. I don't care what anybody says. It's brutal on the body. 
And then just to get, you know, to the final and then win it, um, it's a lot. People don't realize. How about just yeah. to win one playoff round in the Stanley Cup playoffs? Like, Hello. It's, yeah, it's, it's fucking crazy. hard to get past the first round even. Like, you, I was never on, like, really decent teams, but to get past the first round, like, you went to the conference finals a couple times. Twice. It's, it's a grind. It's yeah. a grind. It's a grind, and then every, after every win, you feel like, fuck, okay, wow, we got to get back and fucking do this again. It gets harder and harder. It's but crazy. then it's more fun even and fun watching, as you go. Watching the playoffs, because I have zero playoff games, so even watch, <laughs> watching is, you know, like a grind, yeah. No, it's true. Like, no, 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 Stapes, you're so true, bro. Like, when I first retired, I didn't really watch <laughs> hockey for the, for the first year, though, but I started watching hockey again when I got back into working this stuff and doing and then – like, even the regular season, you're like, fuck, those guys play again? Yeah. They just play on Tuesday. Like, yeah. there's so much. I get like, tired watching. Exactly. I'm with you. I'm like, how did we do it? I think we were just chasing it so much that we, we didn't know what day it was. We didn't know what day it was. Called in the moment. Um, boys, you just had Don Cherry on you and Lisa that, I think, last week. Um, how was that episode? And then you guys got a few in the can. That Any great episodes coming up that uh, you want to share with our listeners? Yeah. Uh, Grapes was awesome. You know, he's he's getting older there. You know, he's not as quick to answer. He needs a little time. We're really patient with him. And he was he was just really fun to have him on. I love Don Cherry. I yeah, remember going sure. on the grapevine years ago. Um, that year, uh, guys, he um, – I got hurt the last game. I tore ligaments in my ankle. And I went in the warm-up, and they wouldn't let me play because I, I couldn't skate well. And – I went on between periods with him and I was half in the rapper. I went up and got, I was in the fucking box <laughs> getting shit face. And um, he had me on uh, between periods and uh, we got talking and everything. And he leaned over and kissed me. He said, I love you and kissed me on air. And every time I seen him since, he was always just a big backer of mine. Knew I was from Boston. And um, yeah, I did a great guy, Don. I, kind of tough to watch him get old but um he was fun right tim yeah no i obviously for me it was just awesome i don't know it was kind of just being able to interview you know a guy that's a just legend, a legend, legend, game, legend. Right? so um but as far as episodes coming up it's weird because i don't know if you guys experienced it but like we interviewed someone and it was like it was awesome but we, then you know when you release it it's like i don't i don't know i mean what's considered good but like what we think or what people think um but we do have a couple because we did Mike Keenan, Sweet. Nice. Iron Mike, Iron Mike, yeah. Which and then yeah. who else? We just did Pavelski. He's a good dude, yeah. and, and you know, um, I don't know, Knox. What do you got? Yeah, uh, Keenan was fun. Um, yeah, you know, it's funny. I yeah, we Pavelski was good. We did him the other day. He went out the next night and scored fucking three here in Montreal. Could have had five. Yeah, yeah. you want to know why he scores? Because he goes to the fucking net and stands there. Uh, yeah. He knows, he knows how to fucking tip pucks. Like go to the fucking yeah. net like him. He's Yep. I love his yeah, game. He doesn't fucking tiptoe through the tulips. Exactly. Like some people. And um, well, yeah, Keenan was good because Tim played for him, right? And yeah. I remember I was like facing my day. bully. I was like facing my bully, you know, like fucking <laughs> all these years. No, he was good. Like, he was nuts in Russia. But yeah, he was, uh, you know, he was good. I liked interviewing him, right, Knox? I thought he was. Is he close? Yeah, listen, I, I had met him. Uh, we were on that brawl with Philly. Remember I fought uh, Dave Brown when he had no shirt on, right? Jesus. The brawl to end all brawls. Anyway, Keenan, that was the last time you could um, 
you could dress like he dressed four extra fucking guys at cocksucker. <laughs> and, and we were we were outnumbered big time, right? Good on him though. But that's the last time they you know they cut the warm-up down after that. Anyway, I had met him. I was near the end of my career. I was in Boston and uh things weren't going well. And I met him in Chicago and I took a ride with him after practice. I said, Hey. Get me the fuck out of there, will you? I want to get out of Boston, you know. I think they're giving me payback for all the years of misery I gave him. <laughs> and he said, all right, I'll keep it in mind. We had a good talk. Anyway, I never heard from him. I never went to Chicago. And we had him on. And I said, hey, Mike, remember we talked that time? Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, you know, I talked to all these people, and they say, Mike Keenan is just the biggest fucking prick in the world. He's a prick to play for. And he goes, really? He said, well, it's part true, but I'm a, I'm a nice prick. He said, <laughs> he goes, I'm a nice. Oh, yeah. He was, it was funny. It was like, Tim was a little worried because his feet, he was. Well, he acted like he didn't, you know, like he, I don't know. I mean, I was, I thought he was going to pull like he didn't, like he didn't remember coaching me or something. Yeah. Did you pull for me? Like Mike, are we still hey, doing this? He like, couldn't, he couldn't, for, he couldn't forget all those, all those turnovers in the neutral zone saves. <laughs> yeah, he remembers yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck, how many times I bet you, kid? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking, uh, no, he was he was good. He was good, and I'm looking forward to this hearing hearing how it goes. Yeah, sure. great, great. No, I, I Staves, I think you're a little hard on yourself, buddy. You're uh, you're an all time beauty, knuckles. Your your stuff's great, boys. Thanks for coming on here. Let's do it again. Let's keep in touch. Raw Knuckles podcast to our listeners. Check it out, but. Stapes, your beauty knuckles. You're a legend, man. We appreciate you guys taking the time to do this. Thank you, guys. Really appreciate it. Awesome. Right on. Thanks, boys. Up, dog. Thanks to those beauties. Um, knuckles and Island. I mean, we got to meet him after our game in Florida, after we won in the shooter, like I said in the pod. Um, where Dale was like, that's, that's hilarious. Still, you remembered that. This is well, I will, All ne- I remember I will is never dry in my hair to get I will the fuck never out of forget it. that. Fucking it was one of the best encounters everywhere. So to our listeners, we win a shootout game in, in Montreal where we come back. Thank God, because we didn't know this at the time, but Dale had tabs on me and Uppy the two nights before he Montreal. He had fucking ghosts on me. He had us. He had us fucking hand of the cookie jar. So thank God we won. And Dale would go around, as you know more than me, because you played for him a long time. And that's actually a classic move. I like it when GMs would do this. Jay Feaster did it. Some other GMs. They'd come around the room after shake your hand. So he's going around the room shaking his hand, and he comes up to me, and he shakes Wasn't my, so much of a handshake. Shakes my hand. He goes, you and your fucking buddy better get some sleep tonight. And I'm like, holy shit, holy shit, oh no. But you you first you just probably were like, Well, fuck, we're in Montreal. Like, I'm not going, I'm not going to bed tonight. No, it's but, Saturday. We just won. Well, <laughs> well, thank God we won. And I'm like, I see Mitchie Babe, and then I see Bowley. I'm like, anyone see the updog? Where's the updog? And I'm like kind of panicking here, right? And there's the updog boys in the fucking sh- and just got out of the shower. He's got the fucking hair blower going. Eh? And I'm like, I'm so- Dale just said we can't go out. Fuck that. (laughs) (laughs) So then I walked out and and Knuckles Nyland was there. I was waiting for you to put the finishing touches on the hair. And I had a good chat with him. Uh, Obviously been through a lot on the ice, off the ice. Uh, Great interview, man. He had me laughing. That's good. The Uh, brawl that ends all brawls. The brawl and Dave Brown. (laughs) Fuck, that guy's got a set of meat cleavers on his hands. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so thanks to those guys. Check out their podcast. Um, Raw Knuckles. Raw Knuckles. Beauty's up. So, uh, once again, yeah, thanks to those boys. Well,